0: Okay. Welcome back everybody to Running in Public, the podcast that talks about how run clubs are the new frontier of public health. I'm your host, Mira Tanay, and today I am joined by Aaron of Keep Running Santa Ana. How are you today?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for, for introducing me and thank you for having me on on one of your episodes. Yeah. I was really looking forward to this interview.
0: Yeah, me too. After that first episode dropped, um, and as, was, as I was, as I was promoting it on Instagram and all that, a couple of people from your club are the people that actually reached out to me and they're like, oh, this is sort of the vibe of the podcast, you know, keep looking to this Run Club. I think they're doing something really cool. And I was like, all right, bet." <laughs> and I, that's how I ended up messaging you. And here we are.
1: Yeah, you know, when I came across the podcast on Instagram, I actually thought there was more episodes already recorded just uh, based on how it was presented and how well episode one went when I listened to it. I was like, okay, where are the rest of the episodes? I was ready for them, but it was a great episode one that you had with uh, South Central Run Club.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. I'm excited for people to to get a chance to listen to you in this episode as uh, new ones will start coming out in September. And yeah, so glad that people are enjoying the journey so far. And I'm looking forward to hear your story as well. Um, can you talk a little bit more about yourself, you as a runner and your history, and then we'll get into the run club a little bit.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, my history as a runner is not very long, uh, but I do like to advocate that we are all runners, right? I know Nike ran with that recent slogan, or I don't know how old it is, The if you have a body, you're a runner. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's something that we like to uh, promote in our club, that anybody, everybody is a runner, uh, but I actually didn't start really running until the pandemic. Mm. You know, I actually have a funny story that I tell. Um, in ninth grade and 10th grade, I used to skip baseball practice in high school. Okay. Our coach would make us run like three laps around the baseball field, which is equivalent to probably three track laps. So not yeah. even a mile. <laughs> I would skip practice because of that. And the next day I asked my teammates, how was practice? They're like it was really good. We had a scrimmage game against each other. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, how many laps did you guys run? They're like, we didn't run any laps. We just had a fun game. And I'm like, man, I skip practice and coach <laughs> them and punish them or make them run. So I'm I'm that kid that used to ditch practice for a few laps. And now I just you know recently ran 20 miles, 21 miles for my birthday. Right. Yeah, so it's kind of I know I, I've seen a few people have that similar story where they mm-hmm. say they used to skip PE or hate the PE mile, but now they're paying hundreds of dollars to run races, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think that is one of the funniest memes in the communities. And like my story is similar too. I never thought I'd be an endurance athlete. I really loved sports first and foremost, but also like dancing. So I was a big dancer in like high school going into undergrad. And I only got interested in running because I majored in exercise science. So I think it was like learning about the body and mechanics and like trying to, I could, but once I could see that how the pieces fit together, like when we're moving, it made a lot more sense for me. And I was like, okay, running's actually pretty cool. And then there's all these races that people do and what's a PR and all this stuff too. So I, I love when people, I, and I also think it's, it's, it's cool because when you hear people tell that story, when we're like, oh, it didn't used to be my thing. Those are like the biggest advocates for like running now. I don't know if, if, if that's sort of true for you, but like everybody that maybe didn't grow up doing collegiate or high school, other people that are just like, this is the best. Like I've got this group, I'm doing all these races. It's it's super cool to see that transition, I think.
1: It'd actually be interesting to survey run club leaders and see how many of them were actually high school or collegiate athletes versus how many of mm-hmm. them weren't. To see that stat, to see what that's like.
0: Yeah, if they found running later in life, that would be cool. That, that was would be cool. Funny. So you did 21 miles for your birthday?
1: Yeah, so I turned 31 in mid-June and I'm like, I don't think I have the endurance for 31 miles, but I do have the endurance for 31 kilometers. Yes. um, (laughs) Yeah, I, I posted about three weeks in advance. Hey guys, I'm doing 31 kilometers, whoever would like to join me. And this is, you know, a trend that we've seen online. I know I specifically saw it from a gentleman in LA who did 37 miles with his friends for his 37th birthday. If I'm not mistaken, it was 37. And one of his friends is, is is a friend of mine. And he ran with them. And just watching them document those 37 miles was really cool. They were just doing it on their iPhones, but um they were all sticking together as a pack. And I think that's what I like most of it, that it was, you know, some days when we do our long runs, you got your, you know, seven-minute mile people, and you got your eight minute, your nine-minute, your 10-minute so this was, they all, it also helped that they were all similar paces, but they all mm-hmm. together through those 37. So I wanted to kind of mimic that and 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 replicate that for my birthday. And that's when I posted that. And my hopes were for runners to stick with me. And, and, and that did, it did work out. A few people were on their training game and they did go ahead. But for the most part, a lot of my friends kind of stood back and we went at like nine thirty pace, I believe, ten minute pace the whole way. So that was pretty cool. Uh, with ten miles. There was a cheer station, which turned out to be a lot larger than I than I anticipated it being. Um, thankful for my club, they all planned. It was my birthday, so they all planned, you know, a little potluck, if you if you will, donuts, beer, you know, pastries, Gatorade. The, Music there was everything at the cheer station that was at halfway point, and then the finishing point was at ballast point long Beach mm. and everyone I mean 90 percent of the people that were at the cheer station ended up going to ballast point yeah. or after hangout and we got to eat and enjoy some beers right by the beach and then we called yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I haven't been at ballast point in so long. I went to Cal State Long Beach, so I knew. Okay. <laughs> It, I knew it as Corey's when I went to college and now it's balance points. So yeah, it's beautiful now. I love being there, especially cause it's on the water, but that's super cool. And funny enough, I did the same thing for my 30th birthday a few years back. I was like, I don't think I have 30 miles in me, but I can do like a 15 K or 50 K or whatever that it is. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely going to stick to the kilometer side going forward more than, more than miles <laughs> for me personally. Cool. Thank you uh, for giving the little intro about yourself. I'd love to get into sort of the origin story for Keep Running Santa Ana, especially because you weren't uh, or you didn't consider yourself a runner in the beginning. So if you can bring it sort of through that transition, when did you actually start getting interested in running and then how did that turn into wanting to actually create a club to bring other people into the sport?
1: Yeah. So I've always been into uh, a level of fitness or getting your body moving, but running in the past to me was two to three miles
2: mm-hmm. we have
1: a park around here a mile square park and it's mm-hmm. exactly what it sounds like it's miles you know four square miles so if you run the entire park you hit a four mile and that was considered my old long run in my mm-hmm. old life you know i i do the four and i'd be like Ooh, that was a long run yeah um and i mean my miles were like 11 10 30. i do also feel like the time on nike run club app and strava app are very different and yeah, I, used be, always a little lag. <laughs> I used to be a big nike run club user and now i'm strictly strava but um i remember they were like 11 minute miles 10 30 and i do two to three and I, I never thought of pushing myself to do more i just always kind of kept it there once in a blue I'd dabble into a five miler but mm-hmm. never did races i didn't run in high school i didn't run in college Uh Um, i actually i take that back i did do a few races that a few friends or family friends were like hey for my birthday join me for this 5k or there's this 5k for a good Uh cause sign up with me Uh so i i because when i started my my metal collection i do recall there was a few older ones Um, so I've done a couple of the long beach, not the long beach marathon, but the smaller races that they host along the water. I know one of them was like a winter one and that was pretty cool. Um, and I've done like a chalk 5k, you know, children's hospital, Orange County 5k and fundraise for that, but, um, never really was into the whole aspect of racing or team racing or racing for time. It was always for completion. So, um. Yeah, I started Keep Running Santa Ana in October, late September of 2020. Okay. And so we're in pandemic times. And what's um, what's funny is I wanted to start it at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm, okay. Right at the beginning, as we're getting all the information on COVID, um, I was kind of like, I put out there, hey, guys, let's run. Let's keep 60 distance and there was no club whatsoever. I just posted it on my personal Instagram. Mm-hmm. And a few of my, my really close friends that I admire were reaching out to me and they're like, hey, what are you doing? You know, like they're telling us to stay away from people that aren't in yeah. our immediate household and you're organizing an outdoor run. And I said, yeah. Exactly, it's an outdoor run. And uh, it was it was late March, early April. So we were still receiving all this new information. We didn't know much about it. Mm-hmm. So they, um, after the first run, which was very small, by the way, there wasn't too many attendees. Um, we I put an immediate halt to it. Again, there was no name. It was literally just let's meet up and run. Yeah. To right. mm-hmm. um, so the idea was at the beginning of the pandemic, but it didn't launch until um, late September of 2020.
0: Yeah.
1: And the, 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 the story of how, I decided to pull out my phone and, and create the Instagram page and launch it all in one night. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, you know, those pandemic nights, you know, weren't really going out. Restaurants yeah. were open, you know, late September, they were open, but very restricted. A lot of people were homebodies. Yeah. But I was a little tired of being cooped up at home. Mm-hmm. And around this time I was running solo uh, three miles regularly or um, I was running 2.23 miles a lot for the, for the Ahmaud Aubrey. Uh, um, yeah. I remember running those miles and posting them and tagging multiple people who had larger reaches, um, trying to, you know, bring awareness and advocate for that, you know, um, have people run their miles and then with a purpose or with a reason, and then do more research on the story behind the 2.23. Right. So I was running my 2.23 to three miles myself. And it was in September when I'm a big hip hop fan as we all are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, Pharrell and Jay-Z had dropped Entrepreneur Music uh, Video. Yes. When yes. that video dropped and that song dropped, I immediately, I have a big screen in the living room. I, I wanted, feel it was a Saturday night and I wanted to get the full experience. So yeah. I put it on the big screen and love the song, love the concept, love the video, mm-hmm. and I love everyone that they put in the video. Um, and I kind of related with with the concept of them um, selecting local business owners, small business owners. Even though mm-hmm. I like to stay away from that word, small business, small business owners, and people of the community. So yeah. I, I really like that, and towards the end of the video but from keep it 100 comes out right and it said um you know it said he gets paid to run his city or he runs his city and gets paid Mm -hmm. to help you do so is what the video says a little snippet i rewinded it and i paused it and it wasn't the it wasn't the caption that caught my attention it was him leading a a pack a group of runners that caught my Mm -hmm. attention Mm-hmm. and then, I mean this is towards the tail end of the video so I kind of had the concept of community just watching that whole music video was building up and then I see him right I immediately go to google I immediately go to google and I look him up and I find mm-hmm. his non-club keep it 100 and I, I immediately follow him I mm-hmm. find his personal page and I send him a message yeah. I, mean, I said hey I don't know you, but this is really cool. It's cool to see you in the video, but most importantly, it's cool to see what you're doing for your community. So I scrolled all the way back, saw his first Instagram post, mm-hmm. uh, for keep it run hundred and my ideas started flowing. It was an idea that was, um, a seed that was planted earlier, but watching that and then watching and then coming across his page helped me kind of flow. And I believe one of my first messages to him, I said, "Hey, I'm going to take your blueprint, three yeah. mile Thursday. Very simple, seven yeah. p.m. Meet at a public place, a public business. Um, three mile Thursday is what we'll call it. Do I have your blessings to move forward?" And mm-hmm. he said, "Yeah, of course. Like that's that's awesome that you're inspired. Go for it." Right? Yeah. Um, so I took I took his 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 initial blueprint of running three miles Thursday nights at seven. And because of that, I haven't been able to, and because I work Saturdays, I haven't been able to attend a keep it run hundred run. True. Yeah. In, in almost three years, we're going on three years here. I I wanted to, but we run the same days they run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that was kind of a, that's kind of, I, I need to make it out. I need to make it out. And in the early days when we were a smaller crew, I kept saying I was going to make a field trip. We're all going to go out there. And mm-hmm. we never did, and we started growing. And there was a few days where after I assigned co-captains, I was going to leave co-captains and, and then go run. But so, I realized I, I, I can't leave. I, I can't not run with um, our crew on, on our run day. Right.
0: Yeah. I like your signature day at that, like the first one you actually put out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's sort of like the 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 paradox of the LA or SoCal running community right now is that there's so much to choose from, but then you get into like, okay, well, if they're doing this day and we have, you know, two clubs, like, do I alternate which week I go to? But yeah. it's not a bad problem to have, especially for, no. you know, the community, right? They have so many options now where like, mm-hmm. I remember what, like eight, seven years ago, it was just like a handful of clubs to choose from. And now it's mm-hmm. like any day, any when I, that I talk to, I'm always just like Los Angeles is the frontier of running. If you want to know what the future of running looks like, it's all of these clubs and all the entrepreneurship that goes into just making them. Because where else are you going to go and just have like a deeper sense of community and yeah. not just like people? Like you said, you got his blessing. He was all for it because he, I'm pretty sure he understood that the more people are out there running, the better it is for for everybody in general. You know, that's yeah. super cool. That's super cool. And then you mentioned co-captains. So if we can get into a little bit of that, just like sort of the leadership aspect of keep it run, uh, keep running Santa Anna, that's where we're gonna get yeah. shipped up today. Um and I want I would love to know why you chose that name also.
1: Okay. So where do I start? Co-captains or the name?
0: Let's do the name. Yeah. Okay,
1: the name. So I mean, again, his I was unaware of any run club. I didn't know about you know now as I'm doing my research I'm learning about the older clubs and right now um, we're actually in a very interesting month where a lot of clubs are celebrating their anniversaries
2: right yeah
1: night terrors LA a lot of a few of our runners went out to support them last night Uh, I am putting a Strava um, event out there for us to join Boyle Heights as 10 years
2: Mm-hmm. August
1: 30th, we're taking a field trip out there. I've gone to a handful of Boyle Heights runs and I like what they do over there. Rolando's a really cool guy and, and he's been real helpful in, in helping me whenever I had run club questions. Um, I believe Blacklist is celebrating their anniversary. Yeah, uh, 10 years also. 10 years also, yeah. So um, I didn't know about any of the LA run clubs, the run community. I didn't know about local run. So the name is very, again, I think a lot of it has to do with, with, with uh, the time we were in, the pandemic times, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot, that was actually also an election year here in our city. There was a lot of local elections going on. And me and my buddies were actually, we were more so than they were gathering information to inform the community. We had a we have a, a clothing company, and they were using they, we branched off a page to make a separate page um, on important things that were being voted on at the yeah. time. So just having the the name of the city was real important to me. Um, yeah. keep, keep running, Santa Ana. Running is is spelled without the G to give it that hip, you know, keep running the hip side of things. Uh, although whenever we receive awards, people put the G in there. So i might have to make that change down the line. But um, uh, I, I think a lot of it, it does kind of sound like that's why you stumbled on your word when you said, keep it run in Santa Ana, right? Because I did kind of get from keep it run 100. I, I, was, I was brainstorming names and keep running Santa Ana, right? our city, I'm very proud of the city of Sinan, and I'm proud to be from here, so I wanted, definitely wanted the name of the city in in it. I didn't, I didn't foreshadow, you know, that, that can have certain effects, right, Um, you know, city kind of reach out sometimes, or sometimes I, in the early days, I used to tag them, like the city pages, and they wouldn't repost it, because yeah. you know, it can't be seen as like a, a group, right? And then later down the line, I kind of didn't want to fully be associated um, at the same time, right? I wanted since it is its separate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we can kind of talk about that uh, a, yeah. a little bit in the interview, but it, it just flowed. Keep running Santa Ana. It's kind of like a, again, we're talking about Jay-Z, he does a lot of double entendres. I think it's kind of one, right? Like keep running. Like you can add a car, you know, keep running, Santa Ana. It's like keep going, keep moving forward and keep keep running, keep moving, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I like that. And the hip hop aspect of it too. I hope you don't put a G at the end of it. I hope people adapt to what it's already called. (laughs) And just, oh yeah, just keep it authentic. I love that. And yeah, putting the city name on it, I think it's a nice touch. Because, again, I don't know, again, when people are thinking about the running scene in L.A., I think they tend to think of, like, maybe central L.A., and then you're getting groups like, you know, Blacklisted, Boyle Heights, and things like that, but Santa Ana, it's a little, like, south, you know, it's in the yeah. O.C. area. It's really keeping you, do you ever feel like there's a, a little separation just based on geography Oh yeah. yeah,
1: definitely. Santa Ana is, is the heart of Orange County. It's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: the main city in or- in the county. Mm, so right. it's, geographically, it's also right in the center.
2: Right.
1: So, okay. um, yeah, I do feel like, I forgot who was that said, hey, you guys are like a L.A., kind of like an L.A. transplant. Like, you guys be- feel like an L.A. club,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: outside of L.A., right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're not, you know, we're Orange County. We're for about 30 minutes with no traffic from Boyle Heights right. or East LA area, the Whittier area. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel like we are getting recognized by LA clubs in, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. They're kind of including us in a lot of the things they do. And we try to uh, show up to events that, that we can. Cause again, a- after, after going to these events, I mean, I just saw you at the cease and desist relay yes. and I, I got a lot of love for the LA run culture, and run community. And I would like to bring that over here to Orange County. Yeah.
0: That's great. And it's great that you you know, you know also get to actually rep that part of the OC and Santa Ana uh, by keeping it in the name. And going back to what you mentioned about tagging uh, city officials or maybe some city organizations and then you deciding to not go that route, um, what was your mindset with like not going that route? And how do you feel like the club is, or it's on its way to maybe putting, you know, the city of Santa Ana on the map, as they say.
1: Right. Um, so in the early stages, I was tagging a few pages that have the, the word Santa Ana in it. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that I wasn't getting reposted, which is fine, right? Not everyone you tag has to repost you. I, I, I mentioned that to my to my members too. Sometimes I'll I'll tag people in stories but I do put put out a memo. Hey, don't feel the need to Mm -hmm. repost it. I just want the option to be there for you. Right. Yeah. Um, So I was tagging a few Santa Ana pages and I wasn't getting reposted. And I, and I understood why later on because of, because of safety reasons. Sometimes Mm -hmm. let's just say something, someone gets hurt on a run. So the city kind of No one told me directly, but they just want to separate themselves from this because it's not city organized. Right. You know, um, on a city organized event, like Santa Ana has a 5K that just recently became a 5K, 10K. Uh And I'm sure they, you know, paid insurances and they went through different steps to put that event together. And, you know, unsanctioned run our weekly community run is not city-ran, right? It's mm-hmm. not, it's not mm-hmm. organized. And I remember thinking early on, the city were to put a run club together, I don't think it would be as successful as KRSA, because mm-hmm. I feel like part of that edge is, you know, not being so by the book organized. Right, yeah. So we we try to make our adjustments. Like with daylight savings coming up, we try to make our adjustments and and you know advocate for for lights and brighter colors mm-hmm. than we are in summertime. And then uh, uh, I'm gonna get more firm on the start time. Everyone everyone always jokes. Hey, is it seven o'clock, Karis? Uh, is it seven o'clock military time or Aaron time? <laughs> <laughs> And there'll be times where we're just socializing before a run and a few of our runners who've got a warm up, and they'll look at me and they'll tap their clock. Like yeah, letting it go kind That's of long. <laughs> yeah. Cause I put, I used to put 645 as a, as our time.
0: Yeah.
1: It was just such a weird time. 645. Some people say just put seven. Mm-hmm. And so I changed it to seven. I kept going back and forth between 645 and seven but I actually like on a on a on a good day I'll start at seven oh eight my announcements. It's, yeah. For some reason it's seven oh eight, and I'll even all right everybody seven oh eight time to get started and and I'll go into my announcements. And on the mm-hmm. day where there's just a lot of people, I like to personally personally if you come out to a KRSa run, you get a you get a dab, yeah. everybody. And if yeah. it's per, your first time, you get a handshake, and you get. Uh, I, I ask you a few questions. How, thanks for coming out. How'd you hear about the club? Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, we're going to go over the routes. Don't worry. We're going to go over the routes before the run. And if you have any questions, you know, co-captains or community leaders will raise their hand and you can ask mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And then they just say, thank you. you know, and I move on. And if you're a regular dab, 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 we dab, you know, 60 people. And what's yeah. really cool is that that's something I, I, I did every run since the beginning. And now if you were to put a drone above our run and you were to watch the footage later, you would see everybody does that. Everybody yeah. does that action where they say hi to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people, I know you mentioned co-captains, the people who I selected as co-captains, part of the selection process So one of the reasons why I selected them was because they were, they naturally would say hi to everyone, and mm, want everyone mm-hmm. to feel welcome. First timers, they want them to feel, "Hey, welcome. You're here. Thanks for yeah. coming out." By just a simple smile and a dab.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. There's there's two things I wanted to branch off from that. First, the dabbing, automatically making the club welcoming and inclusive to everybody, right? Because we're got to think of this mindset. It's like you, if you are a newcomer you maybe you were invited by someone you know one or two people and you're just nervous about running in general I think what a lot of clubs can learn from is just like the run isn't quite what brings people together or keeps them coming back it's that first second interaction that they have with the people around them you know that makes all the difference it's like did someone look me in the eye did someone say hello did someone acknowledge me and make sure and check in with me to make sure that I was safe it's like that's that's how the community is built. It's not so much the activity as you come to find, like the activity keeps it going. But first and foremost, it's that first interaction that people are like, okay, this is a safe space. Like they make me feel like I belong. And then that's what makes them want to come back. Yeah. Right. That's wild. And then uh, back to the city thing a little bit. I always think that's that's so interesting with like, you ha- we have these clubs, we have Santa Ana that's putting on these free weekly events promoting activity in the city, but to actually make it a part of the city, it's so much bureaucracy, right? And I think there's a lot of room for collaboration in that sense between the city and its people, constituents, exact to be exact, because you guys are putting in the votes, you're, you're out there advocating, you know, you know who's on your board members and all that stuff, who's in city council. So it's like, where's the disconnect between the the higher-ups as they say in the offices and the people that are on the ground to be like okay well if you don't have the capacity to do it bring it to the club like the club knows the streets the club knows um the people and all you got to do is just sign off and give the okay and there and there we have it all right yeah that's that's so interesting and i think that's like what we talked about before uh with one building community but also just like there's politics involved in the public health aspect of things too and you guys touched upon that um with not being able to collab with the city as as you would have but also I would highly encourage y'all to maybe take that avenue too because again I think you have such a distinction with being in Santa Ana and not quite central LA and I think that gives you like a lot of leeway to be maybe the blueprint in that too it's like to be that community run club that got the city involved and got over like the red tape and they were yeah. able to, to, to do something bigger with the run club too, so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: I, I will great. say, um, I will bring up kind of something that we had and it was a stressful month for me, mm-hmm. but we, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure you've seen we run track on Tuesdays, track Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And we, we just had it last night, track Wednesday, because the track was closed this Tuesday. So we moved it over mm-hmm. one day. Um, but we use a track that has community hours Wednesday, mm-hmm. Thursday, six to nine. Mm-hmm. And the second I saw the track and I went to the track and the, the area, I understood why it was there. Mm-hmm. This track is placed in a neighborhood surrounded by lower income apartments.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and they're using this as a, as a safe space for members of that community to mm-hmm. come walk, run. If you go on a non-KRSA day, you will see um, teenagers playing football and soccer in the, in the center.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a basketball court. There's a little bit of basketball going on, not a whole lot. Um, and there's a playground. And the playground is always full. So I understood exactly why the city and parks and recs put this track where they put it. Because yeah. I, I um, had friends that grew up in that neighborhood. Because I went to, a, it's actually attached to a middle school. It belongs to a middle school. To so my understanding, yeah. it's 50% school district, 50% city. Mm-hmm. And they have a contract amongst themselves. But they call it community, you know, community track. So when we started using it, we were a very small group, mm-hmm. and we started to grow, and the track started to grow, and nobody else besides Social Hour Run Club, who is in Cypress mm-hmm. uh, area, Cerritos, Artesia area, which is mm-hmm. borderlining L.A., no one else in our area does a track workout or has track. Yeah, I believe there actually are some South County clubs that do, but that's like. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's like a paid, paid, paid to ah, use track. Okay. So we we started using the track for Track Tuesdays. And as we started growing Track Tuesdays, you know, it was getting larger. But we weren't taking up, we weren't making it to the point where the people who wanted to use it from the community couldn't use it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you go on a non-KRSA day, you'll see about. 10, 12 community walkers walking it. Mm -hmm. It is not like it's being used to its max capacity or to, you know, to its max ability. So Mm -hmm. we began to use the track and then we got approached saying, hey, you might want to talk to somebody about using this. I don't think you can use this anymore. Okay. So they wanted to charge for us to use the track per person. Per, um, per hour,
0: right?
1: and if I was a for-profit, it was one fee, and if I was a non-profit, it was another fee. Mm-hmm. and at the time of this podcast, I'm neither.
2: Yeah.
1: We're, we're a run club. Right. The community ran run club. So um, they wanted to charge. I, set a, I, I held a meeting. I had a meeting with, uh, with somebody at Parks and Recs, and they told me the fees. I thought I was going to win them over by telling them all the beautiful things that KRSA does how we've provided dozens of kids at that particular middle school with with running shoes,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: how people from that neighborhood run with us. I even released a video where everyone kind of talks about what neighborhood they're in or from, Mm -hmm. and they said, that's great. Thank you for doing what you're doing. These are the feats. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) OK, so um, like, like you mentioned earlier about city council, I am well aware of who's on our council or mayors. And I, I, our last mayor was a huge KRSA fan. We have, we have a new year and I have yet to meet her. Um, and and but I there was this one day when I really wanted her to look at what we were doing. So I posted on her story. Whoever had the access to the mayor forward this to her. Mm. we did because i i viewed the bottom of our story and it showed mayor mescola viewed your story i just it was a day that we we're giving back shoes to the community because we do that at least once a month mm-hmm. and i say at least because we recently um started doing a couple a couple different things with with, with that school actually that we're talking nice. about where one of our runners is actually a teacher there oh nice And we started talking about what he sees in the classroom he, he teaches business and he teaches he's a coach for multiple sports
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he said Aaron some of my kids run with holes in their shoes so we 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 kind of put it out there and he got a handful to my last count it was like 25 shoe donations mm. from run club members or yeah. run club community runners who donated shoes to him to distribute amongst his students so I really wanted the mayor to see the good work we're doing, not just hear it, but see it. And I invite everyone to come out and see it. Right. Mm-hmm. I've invited um, in the earlier days council members to come in. and I want them to be one with the people. Like, run, don't, right. you know, exactly. don't come as I'm not going to announce. Hey, so, I, we will acknowledge you're there, but it's not. We're not going to make it a real large political thing. Mm-hmm. be one bring your wedding shoes out and one of our council members did she came out to multiple runs and she invited friends and she's an advocate for the club. she came out with her walking shoes and I, I I walked with her I ran with her I jogged with her a couple times and the whole time we were talking about the club how can we improve it how can we grow it for the yeah. people of the city of santa Ana yeah. so um I was I was a little stressed that we were going to lose the track, and I reached out to the council members who run that ward and the council members who I know, uh, love what KRSA is doing and know have taken the time to get to know us and to get to know what we're doing, and I said, hey, can you help advocate for us? And they reached out to the department that was that was um, that was asking us of a few things. I said, hey, look. We follow the rules. You guys say no shirts on. We keep our shirts on. Everyone's Mm -hmm. respectful of the rules. You guys say no Gatorade. No Gatorade. Yeah. You guys say there's eight lanes. You guys say limit the lanes you use. Great. We limit the lanes we use. Mm -hmm. out to our track, you will hear us announce, hey, guys, please operate using only these lanes. Mm -hmm. Number one thing I say during the track announcements is, as you're aware, this is a community track. Please be mindful of those members of this community, specifically the people that walked here from their home. Right. This is theirs before it's ours. We're, we're visitors here. So yeah. let's be mindful. I've, I've had a few, a few track runners say, hey, you know, it kind of sucks that soccer balls are flying our way. I said, hey, it's part of it. We're here. This right. is right. We're joining them. So yes, uh, just okay. yesterday, somebody kicked the soccer ball and from the corner of my eye it was coming right at me. I lift my leg up and it went right under and it was like, oh, all the soccer players were like, "Whoa, you know, you're you reacted <laughs> kind of fast to that." But yeah, runners have been hit by soccer balls, and it's something that we announce, and you got to be aware of it. But again, yeah. we're there as visitors. That's not we, we we don't pay for, to use the track, but we're more than happy to help clean it up, follow the rules. And one thing I told um, the city is, anybody who is there that says, what are you guys doing? Can we join you? Yes, of course. There's no fees for our club. There's no fees right. for training. Right. We do stretches, get in line, join us. Right. And then we have a, a commu- We have an advanced workout, an intermediate workout, a beginner's workout. Mm-hmm. we'll help you, we'll guide you. Yeah. And um, some of the club members and co-captains I've seen, you know, with kids, kind of talking to them and, and running with them. And, mm-hmm. And showing them kind of intro to track.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That's so cool. You mentioned that this that the is, is in a sort of low income community. Yeah. Uh, what like what are the demographics of Santa Ana to the best of your knowledge? And then do you see that reflected in the club?
1: Um. Yeah. So we are a majority. Like I know there is a. It's a very diverse club, mm-hmm. Santa Ana, meaning, and we're definitely open to everyone, but the majority in Santa Ana is, there's a lot of um, Mexican, it's a big Mexican community, right? Mm-hmm. Just outside the track. I mean, they sell Raspado, Celote, stuff mm-hmm. that you see in Mexican neighborhoods. So, um, and I, I do think it's reflective in the, reflected in the, in the club and I think that's 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 great that we have, we see. We've seen people join from just watching us run the streets. They've they mm-hmm. asked us, "What are what are, what are you what are you guys doing? What, yeah, what is this? Is this a club? Is there fees? You no, know, it's free to join. You to come next week. And I will actually um, talking about the tracking in a low income area. Um, I will tell you this really cool challenge that I put out about a year ago. Hmm. It was called Run Your Neighborhood. Santa Ana has, to my knowledge, about 35 neighborhoods. So I live in what is considered the central city neighborhood, which is also a lower income um, area. And where we run is the Willard neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And then our, our other runs are in the downtown neighborhood. So, you know, I wanted this challenge called Run Your Neighborhood, where I made a shirt that says, we run Santa Ana.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. That shirt was free. It was sponsored by a local business who supports us. Mm -hmm. They paid for the shirts. And I said, look, here's what I want to do. I want people to run in their neighborhoods and post it online. Mm-hmm. and they're going to tag keep running Santa Ana and they're, they're going to tag your business since you're making the shirts for us mm-hmm. but the purpose of that is because I want people Santa Ana to see that you can run everywhere
0: yeah you
1: can run everywhere and I that's one of the main reasons why I started this club because a lot of Santa Ana residents drive to Fountain Valley which is a neighboring city where Miles Square Park is the park we spoke about mm-hmm. earlier that's, yeah. a, that's a regional park. It's in the city of Fountain Valley. Right. And I see, and I notice myself driving to Peters Canyon Trail in Tustin, which is east of us. Why do I have to drive east and west? Why can't I run in my own neighborhood? Right. Which is why I started the Run Your Neighborhood Challenge. We must've made 20 times five. We made about a hundred shirts and they're all gone. Everybody took on the challenge. Yeah. All you had to do was do a three-mile run in your neighborhood. You had to post it. And I know, you know, you crop out the street names. Some people don't want people knowing where they live, and that's totally understandable for safety reasons. Crop mm-hmm. out what information, but somehow prove to prove that you ran in your respective neighborhood because the club consists of members, community members from all the neighborhoods across the map. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to one of our reels, you'll see when we're on the track, I have everybody say who they are and what neighborhood they're from. And you just get, you know, French Park, Flora Park, Central City, Sullivan, Willard, um, Memorial Park. You just hear all the neighborhoods. And I, I really enjoyed that making that video because I got to know my mem- the members on a deeper level, got to know where they're from. And I visualized where they run. Because I, where I live, I've, been, you know, if I go this way, it's a little safer. If I go this way, it's a little more risky. I'd run this way at night, but not that way. Right. So, I, I really enjoy the challenge, and it's one thing that I, I want to bring back annually, um, the Run your Neighborhood challenge, and it's really to raise awareness mm-hmm. of we can run. It, so we, yeah. don't to drive to we don't have to drive to Flint Valley. we don't have to test. Anything. And it's safe to do so here
0: yeah that is amazing i love that concept because it's exactly what you said. it makes people aware of their surrounding it gets people out in their neighborhoods where they grew up and i think there's a lot of pride when you get to run your own street and you don't have to again drive everywhere to like the nice neighborhood or or you feel it's safer it's you're going out on your own and seeing for yourself like okay like you said daytime this is pretty good nighttime maybe not there And that's still okay there's like, we're not throwing stigma into these cities because they're that way for a reason. It's just really us going out and seeing that I don't have to drive, you know, up to central LA or down to San Diego or what have you to get a good run in. Like I'm able to train on this community track in my own neighborhood and then rep that all together to really represent all of Santa Ana, I guess I'd say. That's so cool. I love learning that. That's really nice. Wow. Okay. As you were talking, I was just like, that's, that's good. We we should probably do more. Well, I feel like KRC just did something similar with NIMBY, which I thought was also great. Like touching, like connecting with various clubs in that aspect and running in their neighborhood too. So again, staying away from like running doesn't have to be big and showy and very brandy. It really is just central to who you are and where you grew up and what you want to represent. Right. That's, that's amazing. We also have touched on the shoes with the middle school that's connected with the with the track, and then the sponsorship with the the store you mentioned. So if we could talk a little bit more about those, how those came to be, uh, what you hope to do with that in the future, sure. because you think that it's also growing too. The the shoe giveaway. Yeah.
1: So we have a uh, initiative that we named Running with Purpose,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, everyone knows Running with Purpose as KRSA's way to connect with the youth of Santa Ana Unified School District. Mm -hmm. How we we started that was, um, we started by KRSA collecting donations from community members, pulling that together and donating it to local organizations.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So in the early days of KRSA, we collected let's just say it was $150. I forgot the exact amount, $150. Mm-hmm. And that month was Boys and Girls Club of Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. I went and I gave them a $150 check on behalf of KRSA. And mm-hmm. that was a community member giving me $5, $10. We pulled that all together. Yeah, we, we did about three organizations before um, we came across Joe from the Republic mm-hmm. who said, hey, why don't we do something a little different? How about, it was it was a time where we were doing that. High school, local high school, Santa Ana High School track coaches were joining the club as community members. And then a Santa Ana track coach um, and respected teacher, Hector Chavez had joined. And he actually was a teacher at my middle school when I was going there. Um, he said, "Hey, let me invite my buddy Joe, who owns a shoe store in Walnut, yeah. Walnut, California, uh, by Mount Sac." And he said he would like what's going on here. He'd like to see this. So he invited. I said, "Bring him out." He invited him out to a run. Mm-hmm. So now we have Santa Ana High School's track and field coaches, Santa Ana High School teachers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: big, small business owners at mm-hmm. our, programs, and they're watching us give back. Yeah. And they said, how can we kind of bring this all together? So what we did was every month we select, and we started with Santa Ana high school because the teachers came from there first. Mm -hmm. What we did was we partner with a school, we select a a high school or a middle school in Santa Ana. And we, I talked to the, the coaches of that team and I say, Hey, this next month, we're selecting you guys. We're selecting uh, an easy one is Century. We just did Century High School. Okay. I talked to Coach Kush there, and I say, "Hey, Coach Kush, please, we have enough for six students. Please select an even split of three three young boys and three young girls mm-hmm. who you feel will most benefit from a brand new pairs of shoes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not who's the fastest. Not who's your favorite. Who you okay. think you you see them put their shoes on.
2: Yeah,
1: you know who needs it the most. You know who they need. so go ahead and select six kids. Let them know that this is where we'll be at this time. Mm-hmm. And Joe from Modern Republic, I get the shoe sizing. I give it to Joe. Joe brings them options. It's not here. This is your pair of shoes. It's hey oh, wow. A B or C. You got three options. Uh, yeah. Reebok, New Balance, Hoka choose of your liking yeah and you see the kids yeah. choose based on style some choose based on comfort um he brings out a, a little red carpet where they can try the shoes on and they make their own selection we don't select for them yeah That's Cool. and we've been doing that for if i'm not mistaken 19 months now 20 months maybe so mm-hmm. definitely over 120 students have Gotten a new pair of running shoes through this running with purpose initiative, uh, whether they come from a Santa Ana Unified School District High School or middle school. Mm. And it was a trickling effect where I was asking the the cross-country and track and field coaches to connect me with the next school coach and the Mm. next coach. And we've, I know we're still missing schools. Um, So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this and you're from a school that we have in touch, please reach out. Because if you it, it can't, I, I do put that memo out there often, reach out, reach out yeah. to us. Cause we can't, there's times where I'll, I'll DM an Instagram page and they don't get open or right. I don't get a response mm-hmm. or that page hasn't been used in a while. And I have mm-hmm. no other way to contact them. There's times where I've I've used my friends who are counselors at schools, hey, please have the cross-country coach reach out to me
2: mm-hmm.
1: they'll find a way to get to them to get to me
2: mm-hmm.
1: but um we we do our best to rotate and we've already do we've done a few schools multiple times yeah it's more so the schools where their coaches run with us already mm-hmm. yeah Santana Ana high school willard um they run with us regularly go high school they run with us regularly Mm-hmm. So it's easier to, to, to get involved, yeah. But again, we we do want to cover all schools, and we have had people say, Hey, what about this elementary school? It gets a little trickier with the smaller sizes and the smaller kids for multiple reasons, right? It's school night, our runs are Thursday nights, yeah. Their, their parents have to bring them. Um, we don't want we don't want the younger kids to run with us. So the high school kids, when they come out, they run with us. Right. Yeah. They do the, the Thursday night route with us. It's a little um, riskier with the younger kids, and we've done it where we have a community member run side by side with. Kids, right. Yeah. But um, and th- another big thing is that a lot of these, not everyone, but a lot of these um, student athletes are coming from lower income areas where transportation to the run can mm, be a factor a
2: barrier.
1: Yeah. or they need they need they live in apartments where they need their parking spot they don't leave their house after a certain hour due to parking yeah, yeah. so it's a little trickier with the younger kids as well as joe having some issues tracking down smaller shoe sizes so we we, we felt sticking to middle school and high school is best for the time being
0: mm-hmm
1: yeah yeah, we, we we do i mean it's it's a it's a group effort it's a group effort because all the community members advocate for right uh-huh. so they talk about it and the sponsors actually come from the local businesses it is no longer it hasn't been for a while where it's um community members donating money
0: right
1: It is now we after our runs we hang out or we, we solicit a business, we, we consume mm-hmm. their food and beverages. Yeah. And I ask those business owners, hey, here's how you can help out. Yeah. $100 covers a premium run shoe to sponsor a student.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, we're, we don't have this website where we're going to put your logo, your logo big. Yeah. But you're doing something good. We're, we're supporting you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to continue supporting you. And there's some businesses that can't, you know, they, they, they probably can't sponsor. And we still love them and we still support them and we still go out. But if right. we have the means to support a $100 donation, then help us out. Help us, yeah. help others, right? Yeah. Um, so wow. we do that. There's currently six businesses in our rotation from restaurants to, I mean, it's, it's a majority of restaurants in the downtown area. Okay, yeah. There's a brewery. There's a Mexican cuisine restaurant, a a, a taco restaurant that's big fans of ours. There's a place where we go dancing. (laughs) We go dancing on Thursday nights and and, um, they they sponsor us. So I would like to grow it. Mm -hmm. It definitely has potential to grow. We're Mm -hmm. currently at that six monthly sponsor mark. And occasionally... So there will be seven or eight, or you know, the number fluctuates. Yeah. but so this month we have six. Six um, students will get and the shoes. They come out, and it's a feel good event. Everybody, everybody loves it and and we're we're doing good for the people of our community. and how community runners can help is just talking about it. right. And Joe from Runner Republic actually did something cool where he now on his website, has a link which talks about steps on how to become a donor. Like how you can make your payment to become a donor. And we put that in our bio. It's a link that's on his website, but it's kind of a little summary on how Running With Purpose works. Uh So if any businesses or any individuals want to become donors, click the link in our bio, look for Running With Purpose. It's most likely the second link on there. And you can read on how to make your
0: donation.
1: Mm. You that's help amazing. That in community.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that the, the the sponsors, you know, don't feel the need to have their logo all big everywhere. I think that's like one way to tell, like, if it's just truly coming from the heart, and they, you know, they're not expecting anything back, and it's just just like goodwill, um, you know, and the fact that the kids get to choose. I didn't know that. I thought you you would just sort of like get their size and like pick a pair for them, but. I think it's so much more empowering when they get to pick their, their own shoe, right? It's like, yeah, they're getting help. But it's also just like, I get to pick what I like. And I think that's so important in childhood too. And that could probably make a huge impact on their own. It, if they even choose to continue with running or with sports, just the fact that when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, like someone cared, someone saw me and they wanted to take care of me. That's so huge. Yeah. I love that.
1: I, I will also bring up a a running shoe store approached us and they they love KRSA. Mm-hmm. They were brainstorming one day and they said, hey, we have a lot of lightly worn shoes. How can we kind of get in on it? not Not get in on this, but how can we help out? Yeah. And I said, I thought about it for a second and I said, you know, with all due respect, the people who receive these shoes, have been receiving hand-me-down shoes the entire mm-hmm. life. Yeah. So the difference between a lightly worn shoe and a brand new shoe to a to a kid is a big difference. Yeah. And and I bring that up because you talked about how you like the fact that they get to select their shoe. Mm-hmm. So in order to say, here's this lightly worn, even if it's a great shoe. Here's this lightly yeah. worn Vaporfly versus here's this brand new new balance uh 1080
0: right like,
1: wow that's a brand new machine nobody's it. Mm-hmm.
0: they're yeah. really
1: thinking of me. yeah like, instead of being it gives scared. them,
0: gives so, them the autonomy too for like people that may have grown up with that like me for sure had a lot of hand-me-downs coming coming to even though i'm the oldest it was still like we're buying like from ross or goodwill or things like that i had a favorite pair of like pumas in middle school that barely fit me but I wore them because they were pumas and like we couldn't afford anything else so it's just like I know that feeling of now as an adult having the option to go into a run store and pick a new pair versus just yeah. like yeah getting something used like that's that's so cute to, to start it that young too yeah. yeah you've touched on I think you've kind of covered a lot of whether you knew it or not the public health aspects of what the club is doing it's staying in the community it's helping the next generation that's a huge one it's getting like the city council members involved and making it bigger than just the physical activity of running which itself is huge like that has public health dividends down the line from people that may have been sedentary before and now they're thinking about walking around the block or doing that 5k I don't know if you guys have any sort of like, I think you're pretty connected with the Long Beach Marathon too, right? Are you like a training partner with them? Is that like a goal for a lot of the people in in Santa Ana also?
1: Yeah. So I was actually on the website earlier this morning. We have 40 registered runners running Mm. Long Beach half marathon or full marathon. Mm -hmm. And REI is a premier sponsor of Long Beach. Mm -hmm. And they have, um, they have helped us kind of connect. We we led a run out of REI testing
2: mm-hmm.
1: about a month ago. And um, REI gave us a few Long Beach bibs that we raffled off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Long Beach themselves gave us um, a bib because of the amount of runners that we had sign up last year. I think we can increase that for next <laughs> year based on the amount of runners that we are getting to the race. Yeah. Um, they can increase it from one but they gave us one and we raffled that off as well mm-hmm. actually what i did with that bid was the raffle was interesting it was donate i forgot it was five dollars or ten dollars was your slot in the raffle mm-hmm.
2: this
1: was five dollars 40, 40 slots and it raised 200 for running with purpose mm-hmm. so that bid um you made a you made a $20 donation? You got four, four entries in the raffle. Yeah. And, uh, we collected, we maxed it at $200, which covers two pairs of shoes Mm -hmm. and, uh, and a person won that raffle. We did that raffle at the end of one of our runs and Monica won and she made, I forgot how many tickets she got, but let's say it was four. She paid $20 and she got an entry into the Long Beach Half Marathon. Yeah. those that didn't win those 39 other people or however many people did um during this raffle they know their money went somewhere somewhere good to a good cause right right
0: there's like no, there's, that's a win-win situation
1: so so we are we're, we're excited about that we're training for that i think we got 19 yeah. weeks training and we're at week 11
2: mm-hmm.
1: i was actually yeah. doing some planning earlier with the, with a club in long beach the long beach running club i know they host some preview runs and I'm a big fan of preview runs, seeing the course before you actually run it. So yeah. we're, we locked down a date for us to go out there and collaborate with them and be able to do a long run with them. Yeah. For our runners to to visualize the course, right? I believe in that. I, just, I bought a, a, a shirt that says Chicago because I'm running Chicago October 8th and I'll mm-hmm. I visualize the finish, right? I want to visualize what I'm training for. So that was the main reason why I purchased that shirt to kind of help me see the finish line
0: yeah i gotta tap into that training run because i i think i told you i'm running the long beach marathon this year and it's like the first time i ran it was 2017 okay that was the first and the last time i ran it so it's, it's been a while and i haven't you know been in long beach since i graduated so i really got be, i gotta go back and see what the course is like so i will be on the lookout for that collab yeah. run i agree with you i If I can get to a preview run, it's always better. Yeah, yeah, just then you can make, you can plan out your training a little bit better instead Mm -hmm. of just hoping and wishing that by mile 16, I'm going to be feeling okay versus knowing what mile 16 actually feels like on course. So that's pretty cool. So from, from where you started with Keep Running Santa Ana to where you are now, this is three years in for y'all.
1: Yeah, between three the end of next, the end of next month. Mm
0: -hmm. We're
1: having a three anniversary. Mm -hmm.
0: What are you sort of most looking forward to in the next two, five, 10 years?
1: So I'm I'm seeing just in this last two years, we've created, we've we've helped people tap into their their to a side a running side of themselves right mm-hmm. uh, we have some some lifelong runners now that weren't runners before right or, or some people that refound running i have a, a pretty cool story one of our students from um running with purpose he was a recipient his dad obviously had to take him to the event and mm-hmm. he was like what is this what is this event you guys gather here and you guys run and then you guys enjoy beers after? Like, that's so cool. <laughs> he is now one of our regular runners and one of our hardest working runners. Nice. He's training right now. And he was at the track before me yesterday. And he, <laughs> he, had, he looked like he had done a full workout before we even started the actual mm-hmm. workout. He's grinding real hard. So, when you say, How do I, what, are, what am I most excited for? I'm most excited for the lives we're going to impact. The runners, the people that are going to find running with this club and are going to continue running for the rest of Mm -hmm. their lives or inspire family members to run. I have a family group chat and every day I text at at like 5, 6 p.m. This is your daily reminder to get 20 minutes of walking. Mm -hmm. I want my family to go outside and there's about 25 members in that group chat. And I want them to I want them to see it every day, and one day say I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm looking forward to that with with um, keep running Santa. Ana. It's not the the sponsorships and the that that I know will come with time. It's yeah. the impact of the people of our community that I look I look, I look forward to. Seeing.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a great vision too. Is there uh, anything else that wasn't brought up today that you might have wanted to touch on? It's okay if there isn't.
1: I will say, um, I mean, I've I've taken a lot of, I've gotten a lot of guidance and help from from other club leaders that mm-hmm. I want to shout out and highlight, right? Yeah, of course. Like um, especially those that I feel like their cities and our cities are connected in a certain way. So I will tell a story on, since we're talking about running in the neighborhood mm-hmm. um, and wow. the name of this podcast is Running in Public. Yeah. Um, I reached out to Ray from Compton Run Club. Yeah. Because I noticed they were using the hashtag normalized running in Compton.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Love that. And I I reached out to him same way I reached out to, to Butta and asked them for his blessing. I asked Ray for the blessing to use normalize running in Santa Ana. And that was a hashtag that I was using for a while. I didn't print it on any shirts or anything, but I was using it at the end of my post because I want, that was one of our goals. That was one of our, our missions to normalize running in Santa Ana. And what I meant by that was um, a little earlier when I talked on I, I shouldn't have to drive three miles east or west to find these trails. Yeah. I want to run in my own neighborhood, in my own city. Yeah. So part of that statement was for city council officials to be aware that running is a thing here now. Mm-hmm. So when you're making your city budget or when you're um, you know, redoing streets, you keep us in mind, mm-hmm. right? Um, I live down the street from one of the largest streets, Bristol, which there is now bike lanes on both ways. Yeah, And and I love that. And I think that we can do that for runners as well, right? When these when these streets are being redone or the, they just did a park down the street from me. And when they're making these new parks, I remember thinking, it was it's a small park. I remember thinking if there's like a walking trail or a running trail on the park, it wouldn't be a full 400 meter loop. But if there was mm-hmm. a loop that would be so awesome because yeah. I can't make it out to track, but I can come run this, let's say 200 meter loop.
0: Right.
1: It's kind of equivalent, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted to push with normalized running in Santa Ana. And I stopped using it because I feel like, I mean, the, you know, the, the mission continues, the marathon continues, but, but I feel like we, we, we reached that goal
2: mm-hmm.
1: of now. Uh, another thing I posted one day was what I mean by that is I want drivers to see so many people running these streets that when they make a turn, they now look out for runners. Both ways, yeah. Look both ways for runners. Yeah. Because I want it to be like you're a driver in your neighborhood and you see so many people running that you you now have to be on the So yeah, um, so that's another part of pushing that message. Normalize running in Santa Ana. Was I want people to know that it's okay to run in your neighborhood, no matter what neighborhood you are. I feel like, good okay when I run in a neighborhood and there's you know there's people hanging outside and they just, you know, see me run by, and they say, hey, there's that runner guy, you know? They just say, hello, there's no, there's no, what are you doing running in our neighborhood? Right, so yeah. By. Salute! I, I sometimes will chuck up a deuce. I'll make sure that it's clear that it's a deuce. a <laughs> deuce, like, hey, I'm just running by. I actually had an idea um, two days ago, Tuesday. I ran down the street McFadden. Mm-hmm. I purposely chose that street because I wanted the people of that street to see me running. And I had an idea of a shirt actually that said, "I'm just running by" with a peace sign.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the purpose of that is is to push, again, the run in your neighborhood aspect of things, um, so people know, hey, I'm just running by, yeah, I'm here to cause no, yeah, I'm cruising by. This is part of my route.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I see you, and you see me, and that's all. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. all it
2: is.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome how can uh, people get in contact with, or how can people stay updated with with, the, with what y'all are doing? Any websites, IGs?
1: So we, um, we use IG a lot for everything. People make jokes that I post too much on there. <laughs> um, stories. I use the stories a lot. Um, Strava is where you'll get a lot of our, our details. Mm-hmm. Strava, I actually emailed Strava and I asked them, hey, do you have any programs for run club leaders like, um, we're paying a fee to use Strava mm-hmm. and you can help us out there um, mm-hmm. we have about, our Strava's grown, the club has about 750 members now Yeah, Strava and every, I love the email aspect when I create an event, everybody gets an email than, when I make an event change, people get an email um, mm-hmm. so you can find us on Strava, keep running Santa Ana, running with OG our Instagram, keep running Santa Ana your story I, I do my best to post on their upcoming events and we're a busy club we run at least three days a week these last few weeks we've done four days a week we yeah. have some one-off one-off runs
2: yeah
1: there um, there was this one one-off run that i kind of want to touch on real quick mm-hmm. a neighborhood around near where i live um sullivan and Action.
2: okay
1: uh, a lower income neighborhood they reached out and they wanted us to collaborate with them
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um and run and show their, their their community members what beginning running looked like yeah so we met at a local park that was it was walking distance from them it was about a mile walk from them if they did have to walk and it was a public park and it was a one-off run that we did on a monday night and the purpose was to introduce running to that community yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so we do a lot of one-off runs, but for the most part, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and a weekend long run, we run three days a week as a club.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody's welcome to join. It is hundred percent free and anybody can join us. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, our emails in our bio, if you want to send us an email with questions, I'll occasionally get email questions. Where do you meet? What time? Is there a fee? I do my best to respond as fast as I can
0: okay all good stuff and I'll make sure to tag all of those two in the in the little show notes and the bios this this was an amazing conversation I'm personally feeling super energized just hearing all the stuff that y'all do and like your passion for all of it too just really shines in the way that you're able to uh voice that all out so I think a lot of people are going to get great things just by listening to this podcast and that my you know my hope is also just like people that are haven't joined a run club feel better about joining a run club because they see it's more than just running too it's it's yeah. the community it's how you can help beyond that and beyond yourself too so i'm really thankful and grateful that you were able to to spend some time with us oh. um today and yeah any any last questions any last notes
1: just be on the lookout for our next events we had a couple of cool things coming up yeah. uh, with with um Long Beach Marathon, you know, we will host a shakeout run, a collaborative shakeout run, most likely a team dinner, which everyone's invited to Mm. a after party, which we had one for the OC Marathon. That was a big hit. Mm. Be on the lookout for upcoming events, you know, and, and invite us out to your clubs as well. And we'll be more than happy to make it. I know uh, a few people messaged me yesterday trying to carpool for the Boyle Heights anniversary. So we mm-hmm. best to be there, and I invite you guys to come out. Our two-year anniversary. I remember a Compton run Club runner came out. I was like, hey, I wanted to come celebrate your anniversary. I said, wow, that's awesome. He came that's out from so Compton good. to run with us. Yeah. So um, come on out, join us. It is a little bit of a drive from the LA community, but um, we're we're here. We're we're open to the public, and I actually love when when out of towners run because I. I'm I want to say there's been three standouts. One gentleman who I met at the San Francisco ShakeOut Run last year, he was in town from Washington, D.C. Mm. Joined us for a long because he was in town for the weekend.
2: Yeah.
1: Another gentleman was in town visiting relatives. He's from Detroit.
2: Mm.
1: He came and joined a weekend long run. And uh, another gentleman who runs with us reg- regularly, meaning... Every other week, he makes it to track Tuesday when he's in town, but he's from another state as well. Mm. So I, I love seeing people. Uh, I mean, it makes me feel that the communication is there. People know where to find us. If these people can find us from you know out of state, then you, uh, Orange County, LA County, um, can, definitely can definitely find, find okay. us. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. Okay. So thank you again for, for being on Um, everybody. This was Aaron from Keep Running Santa Ana. And hopefully in a couple of years, we get to do this again and just touch on how you guys have grown and how the program has grown also. But this is such a great introduction. And I, like I said, so happy to have y'all on today.
1: I'm excited to see the growth of your
0: podcast as well. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I'll see you soon.
0: See you. Bye.